Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. One of the beautiful things of childlike faith is just to be in a continual posture of wonder. Like I'm continually in awe and I'm in a continual place of discovery as I walk with the Father. Well, hey there, lovely people. My name is Emma Mae McDaniel, and I am so happy to welcome you to the Have You Heard podcast. It is seriously just such a joy to have you here, and I'm so thankful for you. Guys, we have Allison Golden joining us on the podcast today to talk about the power of words. It's going to be powerful. So grab your headphones and let's get into the word. Allison, welcome to the Have You Heard podcast. I'm so excited to be here. I am just so, so, so stoked for the conversation that Me we're too. Have today. Me too. Guys, Allison is like such a sweet friend. She actually lives in California, which I've only been to California like three times in my life. Yet she is such a sister and a friend because we actually met through um, Sadie Huff's ministry, the Elo Sister app. She's an Elo Sister friend. Yes. Shout out, Ella's sister. We love it. <laughs> Allison, what is something that yes. made you smile yes. today? Ooh. <laughs> something that made me smile was I went to Trader Joe's this morning, and I went grocery shopping, and they have all of their Christmas things out right now, and that made me smile and made my heart really Aww. happy. I love Trader Joe's. I love it so much. We don't have one in Bentonville, but I like strongly advocate for them putting a Trader Joe's here in Northwest Arkansas. <laughs> it, it's so awesome. nice. Awesome. And like all of their like organic options, but it's not crazy expensive. It's just Trader Joe's really exactly. has a good thing going for them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <do>. I love <laughs> that. Friend, I would love for you to tell the listeners a little bit about you and your ministry because what we're talking about today really ties into simply the name of your ministry um, and just about what you do in your day-to-day, who you are. Yeah. So, like Emma said, I my name is Allison Golden, and I run the Instagram account called Words Are Golden. And my heart behind that account is just to encourage women to be rooted in God's word and God's truth because I believe that when we're rooted in God's word, then that gives so much even more power to the words Mm -hmm. that we use. And so with that, I am an author. I wrote my first book, um, a journal slash devotional with Dayspring that just recently released and that is also called Words Are Golden and I just want to encourage women like I said to be rooted in God's truth because it's 
so important. It's the most important thing we can do in our lives, but yet it's one of the hardest things mm. to do because we're so just pulled in many different directions, but I just want to be a voice and an encouragement to others that it is possible to be a woman who has God's word written on her heart. And I know that Emma is a woman who does that so beautifully and gracefully. And so then on top of that, I'm also a part-time nurse. I work at a pediatric hospital and I've been a nurse for four years now, which is wild. And I also work at my church. My husband and I helped plant the church that we attend. And he is, my husband is the worship leader. And then I do all of our like social media and emails and so that's a little bit about me i'm a pretty busy gal but finding rest in the lord in between it all wow i okay this is a question that i wasn't planning on asking you but i think it's so cool that you literally married a man whose last name is golden did you start words are golden before you got married (laughs) no okay start it I started it right after I got married and I was like wow babe you your last name literally is my ministry now so thank you because I was like that is quite fitting that's perfect (laughs) yes yes very thankful thank you thank you yeah shout out to Michael for bringing on the last name that is just golden and also I feel like if I was a kid in you're in San Diego right at the Children's Hospital mm-hmm. in San Diego, I feel like I would be so comforted yeah. if you walked in as my nurse. You have such a, a caring and a gentle voice that just brings calmness. And so I know without a doubt that you are such a blessing in that space. How is that? Like Thanks, Emma. doing your writing and I know that you've recently started speaking more and just really leaning into that in more of a full-time kind of capacity while you're still taking shifts as a nurse how how is that how is that doing (laughs) how are you doing (laughs) that's a lot friend honestly I'm doing it's a lot but I know it's where I'm supposed to be this season that's so good I have so much confirmation just from the Lord and where he has me right now and still having a foot in the door as a nurse and then still doing a lot in ministry and with a ministry that's starting to grow and new dreams and ideas that the Lord is giving me. But some things I know are for later that he's told me and then some things are for now. And so when something comes up like a speaking engagement or... Like, I'm writing right now and have a big writing project, but the Lord just makes the time. So true. Like, he does what he's going to do, and I've just seen that so tangibly in my life, and so I am just trying to use discernment in what I say yes to and what I say no to, and being okay with saying no and knowing that it's a holy Mm. no you know, like God's got it. And, um, he, he knows what's best for me and he will help me time out my day in his perfect timing when I'm trying to not do it on my own strength. Cause when I do it on my own strength, it's a mess. <laughs> I relate to that so much. I love that you said a holy no, <laughs> right? That's so good. Two things that you said that really stuck out to me is that first thing, a holy no, and just the discernment of 
I am so encouraged by how you walk with the Lord and how you seek Him. I know we were talking yesterday about how you were literally talking about how you went on a walk just to talk with the Lord. And I think that that is something that shows up in what propels you to make the decisions that you make, what you say yes to and what you say no to, because it's coming from a place of intimacy with God, being in tune with his voice, walking in step with his spirit. And you can be confident whenever you say no, because you're also confident about what you're saying yes to. So that is so affirming. And I feel like too, that keeps you from burnout because you're not feeling obligated out of Mm -hmm. pressure from other people, out of, thinking your worth is found in everything that you do, and then you just exhaust yourself saying yes to everything. But because you're seeking God's guidance, you're seeing him give you the strength to do what you're doing because it's the things that he's called you to do. And which leads me to the second thing that you said. God, I so agree with you. God does multiply our time. Like, I I remember throughout high school and all throughout college when navigating soccer practice and homework assignments and papers and spending time with friends and also traveling to speak and writing and all. And I remember people asking, how on earth do you do it? And I felt the same way you were just describing that if God does call you to it, he does give you the capacity to do it well. And I am just so encouraged by you because well, for me in that season, it was soccer and homework and friends and travel. Like you are married and a nurse and writing and speaking. And you are a testament that, yep, if God calls me to it, I'm discovering he really does give me the strength and the capacity. So praise God for that, friend. That's mm-hmm. so good. Yeah. Yeah. He's He's shown me so much just within the past few years on just that fact that he he makes time for you to do the things that he has created you to do. Yes. Wow, that's so good. So your ministry is Words Are Golden. You wrote your book, which is so fitting, on Words Are Golden. And today we're talking about the power of our words. And something I love that you said earlier in our conversation was how you want to help women walk in the authority of God's word and love his word and then discover how that actually influences the words that they speak themselves. And Mm -hmm. I think that everything that you said is so true, but I would love for you to share a story of a time when you were wrestling with words that weren't true, the lies of the enemy, words you were telling yourself, maybe words that other people were telling you that didn't align with God's word. Mm-hmm. And you got to see God's word be the authoritative word that it is. And you experienced it be golden. You experience it be powerful in your own life. Mm. Yeah. So I was thinking of this and Honestly, something recently happened in my life that was definitely like an attack of the enemy on my identity, and I had to use God's truth to help myself make it through, or else I could have just spiraled so, so far. And it was actually a few weeks ago, I had posted a video of me speaking at the first time that I ever like preached a full message. And I had someone that I know ask me if I was pregnant. 
because I had a little a little pooch sticking out. And, oh, Allison. Um, <laughs> so it was right after I had preached too. So I knew the enemy was out to get me. And he just was like, you're confident in your identity in Christ? Nope. Like, let me just bash your identity on what you think you look like and all this stuff. And it was so hard to hear. And that friend obviously felt so, so horrible. It's okay. We've hashed it out and she apologized and I've forgiven her. It's not it's not the end of the world it mainly was just like i knew the enemy was out to get me in that area because i've been like struggling with body image a little bit this year and so the enemy knew right where to target me and so what i did because i could have just sat in that feeling of all the thoughts that come with body image right and just let the enemy completely tear me down and take any confidence I had away or take any love for myself and my body away. What I did one was I reached out to a friend and told them the situation so that they could help Mm me know what truth to speak over myself because sometimes in situations like that we kind of forget what truth to speak over ourselves and we need a little bit of help from our community. So I texted a friend, obviously texted my husband, and I just began to tell myself like, my body is beautiful. My body is beautiful. I'm made in the image of God. I'm made in the image of God. And just like repeating these truths that I know to be true, that the Bible says I am fully known. I'm fully loved. Just like repeating over and over and over again. And it's not like it went away instantly. Obviously, it still, you know, didn't feel amazing to have to sit with that. But at least when I woke up the next day, I felt completely fine. And I felt mm-hmm. confident in my image of who God's made me to be and so it's kind of like a tricky hard situation that happened but that's just something that happened like two weeks ago literally so I'm actually like having to actively live this out on a daily basis that's what we have to do when the enemy tries to tear us down or when somebody says something that hurts us or when the thoughts in our heads about anything honestly about the world ourselves our family comes and it's not rooted in God's word then that means it's a lie of the enemy and so the only way to combat that and fight against it is with God's truth and then the only way to know God's truth is to read our Bibles and so it's just a a cycle honestly yeah it's like a it's a continual it's not just a okay I read the Bible one time check it's a Every day I am seeking the Lord. I am surrounding myself with godly people. I love that you shared that story that happened just two weeks ago because that's so relatable that Mm. it is an everyday thing. Um, Like literally two days ago, I went on Amazon and I was reading through the reviews of my book that came out this past summer. And Mm. i not saying that reading the reviews are bad. Like I think that it's encouraging to see how God is working in the hearts of people. And um, I think, though, it's really important to prepare yourself if you're going to go do something like that, because if not, then you're kind of just giving an open door for your thoughts to go every which way. And, of course, I came across a review and read it multiple times. I didn't read all the encouraging reviews multiple times, but the one that was (laughs) talking poorly about my book 
I read multiple times and I I did I had to I called Josh and I was like hey I know that this isn't true but I really am wrestling with like I don't know if I'm a good writer and just walking all these things through and the power of knowing what God says of you being like remembering what God called you to do and knowing that writing that book or speaking that sermon or what whatever it is that you're doing was out of obedience to him, referring back to what he said of you and having people in your life who remind you of what's true. It really is not a one-time thing. It is a daily thing. And also, you need to know that you are so beautiful. Oh, you're so kind. <laughs> you're welcome. I love... And you're an amazing writer, Thank by you. the way. <laughs> Thank you. I love how you talk about, just even in our conversation right now, but also every conversation I've had with you, your love for God's word is so evident. And I'm curious how, like, when did that love for his word develop? And was there a time in your life where you didn't really, like, have the passion for his word as you do now? Y'all, I am so excited. Christmas is just around the corner, and I know that that can sometimes bring lots of stress because we don't know what to get our friends and family, but I want to let you know the MMA collection is fully stocked with hats, socks, the coziest sweatshirts, and t-shirts, as well as all of my books, and you can get all of them in the link below. I love y'all so much. Mm, Yeah, totally. So I would say, so I grew up in a Christian home, and I grew up in church, super involved in youth group before I went to college, and then I went to a Christian college. I went to Point Loma Nazarene University here in San Diego, and I really began to take my faith super serious once I got into college. I definitely believed in the Lord and had a, per se, relationship with Him in high school, but there was like a difference in like knowing who God was. But then, like, truly knowing God and having a relationship with Him. And that started, really, my freshman year of college. And I would read my Bible. I wouldn't say daily. I wasn't reading it daily then, but definitely, like, once or twice a week. And making time to have quiet time. But it did feel a little bit like a chore. Mm -hmm. And, like, I was only going to His Word to get something out of it for myself. Rather than to, like, learn about who He was. yeah. And so I was, in a, I was in that period for a good amount of college, and I would say even through most of college, definitely. Like, I, I did really enjoy reading my Bible, um, but I did get caught up in some things that confused me or that I didn't understand. And it wasn't until after I graduated college that I had this desire I felt like to I wanted to know God's word more but I just didn't know like how to go deeper in it and honestly what I did and now what I tell people to do is I just asked God I was like God help me to be excited to read Mm -hmm. my Bible like help me to have a new hunger inside of me to read your word Because when we ask anything according to God's word, he does it. It's what the Bible says. And so, of course, if we're going to ask him to help us read our Bibles, he's going to do that because that's his deepest desire for us is for us to know him. But a lot of times we don't even ask the question of like, Lord, help me to know you more. Help me to understand these words in this book. And so I did that. And that was probably like the first year out of college. So four four years ago-ish now, 
And since then, I just feel like every day I have a new hunger for God's word. And he just continually shows himself to me in so many different ways through a passage I could have read 50 times. And he's going to continue to do that for the rest of my life. And he'll continue to do that for the rest of your life because that's just who he is. He's always teaching us new things about himself and we're never even going to learn and know all of who he is. But praise him for even giving us the sweetest glimpses of who he is through the Bible. And so that's kind of where my hunger and desire for his word started was just asking him for it. And he gave it to me. That's so good. I That makes me think of a something I heard that Beth Moore said my sophomore year of college. Mm-hmm. And she prayed a similar prayer that you did. She prayed, Lord, I pray for a a, like deeper love for your word and for your son and that was a prayer that I adopted into my own prayer life and I I'm so encouraged I feel like that advice you just gave is so simple but so powerful and what what advice would you give to the person who is opening up the word and I know that it's so true that we aren't gonna know it all like our whole life is a beautiful journey of continually learning but what advice would you give to the person who honestly just feels intimidated when they open up the word and it can kind of just be daunting because it's like I feel like I know so little but I feel this pressure to know it all and how do I even respond to these feelings as I open up God's word it's hard for me to enjoy it whenever I'm so intimidated by it what would you say to that person Mm -hmm. Totally. That is so hard. One, first, like, the Lord's so proud of you in the first place for even opening the Bible to begin with. Like, He's so proud of you, and His grace is just fully washed over you. He doesn't expect you to have some high understanding of the Bible. His heart is for you to just know who He is. And so, what you can do is ask Him to help you understand it. Like, Lord, help me to understand what this is saying. And then I would recommend asking other people, maybe someone in your life who has studied the Bible for a few years or who you know knows the Bible pretty well. Or you could use online resources like I I love the Daily Grace Co. They have amazing Bible studies and they're very affordable. And so you could start with a Bible study. Um, That is like a great place to start. Or even starting in the Gospels if the whole Bible overwhelms you. The Gospels are a great place to start. They that's good are on the easier side of understanding just because it's telling the story of Jesus' yeah. life. And so that's what I would recommend. But know that there's no condemnation in Jesus. And so he's not mad at you for not being able to understand some things. He's not putting any shame on you. Shame isn't from the Lord. Shame's from the enemy. So there's no shame if you struggle with understanding it, but rather than sitting in those feelings, bring them to the Lord Mm -hmm. and say, Lord, I want to know you more. Help me to understand this. It's a little confusing to me. Help me to understand it. And then also rest in the fact, like Emma and I have both already said, like we're not going to know everything about the Lord to begin with. And it says to trust in him and do not lean on your own understanding. And so it's just trusting in the words that you're reading and knowing like, okay, 
I'm, I'm not going to understand everything, and that's okay, but Lord, help me to understand what you do want me to understand yes. about you. The Spirit, as Jesus said, teaches us and reminds us of truth. Mm. And so like you said, He would. Yeah. why would He not love to teach you? And why would He not love to remind you? And one of the beautiful things of childlike faith is just to be in a continual posture of wonder. Like I'm continually in awe and I'm in a continual place of discovery as I walk with the Father. Yes. So you said that your heart for this ministry is not only to encourage women in a love for God's word, but also that it would impact the words that they speak themselves. Can you talk a little bit about that and why that is a part of the why behind what you do? I just believe in the power of our words. Like the Bible says that our tongues have the ability to bring life or bring death. And so if we are Christians, then we're going to choose to use our words to bring life to others. Yeah. And the words that we say can impact somebody in their life so much. Like think of something really kind that someone recently said to you and how that impacted you and that you have the power to do that for so many other people and I just believe that we're in a generation right now where people are really using their voices you know we've got social media we got TikTok we got YouTube we have all these areas where people's voices are being elevated and so if our voices are going to be elevated if the Lord does decide to give you a platform to use your voice, then it's so important that it's rooted in God's word and that what flows from your mouth comes from a heart that knows him and that knows his word. And so I just believe that the Lord has called me to help this generation that's below me and even above me to just know the importance of the power of our words and that it's God's word that gives our words power in the first place. It's not us giving power to our own words. It's letting his word empower our words. And then that's how our words are going to change the world. And that's how a revival will happen. And that's how people will come to know the Lord is through the way that we speak when we're speaking on behalf of Jesus and his heart. That, I love how you talked about both the heart and the mouth. Because it makes me think of the verse in Psalm 19 that says, Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing and acceptable in your sight. For you are my Lord, my rock, and my redeemer. Just thinking about the fact that what I'm meditating on is a direct impact to the words that are coming out of my mouth. So just exactly what you're saying, when I'm meditating on the word of God, that is life-giving, that is profitable for equipping me for every good work that is more precious than pure gold and sweeter than honey then those are the kinds of words that I'm going to be speaking and it also it makes me think of in John 12 where Jesus says he says I know that my father's commands bring life and so I speak on his authority and I I just think about the fact that like my own authority in MMA It's not something that I want to speak on because I know it's not going to have life-changing, hope-filled impact that is long-lasting in the lives of people. Mm -hmm. But whenever I'm speaking the commands of my God who has authority that is 
overall, then I'm being able to voice things to people that I know that I know that I know bring life that endures forever, brings joy that is unchanging, brings hope that that will not disappoint them, that will not put them to shame. It's such a powerful thing that you have committed to encouraging people in. And I just want to affirm you and I want to tell you how proud I am of you. And I want to thank you for how you are not only talking about this on a podcast, but you live it out each day. And I think that that makes such a powerful ministry, such a powerful whatever it is that you're committing to when you're living what you're saying um it it's a powerful force especially as you're walking in obedience to the lord in it and so i just want to encourage you friend and also not only that but i want i would love if you shared with people where they can get your book words are golden because everybody needs this book oh you're so sweet emma thank you so much for those kind words your words are golden <laughs> Um, so yes, you can find my book on Amazon. That is probably the easiest way to get it. Just one click and it arrives the next day. <laughs> Gotta love Amazon. Yes. And it's also on dayspring.com. And I know it's in some altered state stores, which is so fun, but Whoa. we don't have that store here in California, unfortunately. I love altered state. But... I've heard amazing things. I've never Wow. Well, if your book is in an altered state, your book is in a pretty place. <laughs> <laughs> Allison, thank you so much for being on the Have You Heard podcast. I love oh, you. such a joy. Oh. oh. I love you too, Emma. <laughs> Guys, we love y'all so much. Remember today that the Word of God is alive and active. The Word of God brings life, and when we meditate on it, it equips us to speak the most life-giving words than that we could ever share with the world. You'll have an amazing rest of your day and I'll talk to you next week.